Hey, good morning, playbookers. I'm Raghun Manabalan. It's Friday. Today's show, the latest in Twitter. It's your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. One thing we've been tracking here at Playbook is Elon Musk's, let's call it, uh, tumultuous takeover of Twitter over the last couple of weeks. Tech reporter Rebecca Kern has been gifted the truly noble assignment here at Politico to keep track of it all, and she's here to tell us the latest. Rebecca, how's it going? How are you holding up? Uh, I'm, I'm holding up. Okay. You're holding. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Uh, let's quickly recap what happened yesterday in Twitter news. Uh, First was the letter from Democratic senators to the FTC urging an investigation of Twitter. Uh, What happened there? Yeah, so, well, we have to back up a little more because last week, the top cybersecurity, data privacy, and compliance executives all quit um, last Thursday. And Mm -hmm. so... That led to a very rare um, statement, public statement from FTC saying no CEO and no company is above the law. And they're closely following the ongoing saga, drama Mm -hmm. at, at Twitter because of a 2011 consent decree, which is basically a settlement agreement Twitter signed after a massive cyber attack in 2009. Mm. So they had to enter into an agreement um, with FTC and go into regular audits to ensure they are protecting users' data. Fast forward 2022, um, they had to pay a $150 million fine for not protecting users' data. So that is an ongoing um, agreement they have with FTC that they have to comply with. And FTC will continue to enforce um, for another 10 plus years. If they violate users' data, they have to pay more fines. So this, the people in charge of complying with this order, this, this settlement left the company. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that led FTC put out this statement. And then this week, we saw um, six Democratic senators write to FTC to say, you really need to start investigating. We have reported, according to a source, that they are already investigating what mm. Musk is doing with Twitter and how it could be violating this consent decree. So it was just recently, you know, this week that lawmakers also urged FTC to do this and to enforce it. This also seems like it stems a little bit from um, the verified check situation where anyone could kind of pretend to be anyone as long as they paid the $8 a month. Yeah, like a pay to play. Yes and no. I mean, that would lead to fake accounts. Um, mm. And I don't. I mean, that's that's deceptive. And, and that is deceptive behavior that FTC can also separately enforce. That other um, consent decree I was referring to really had to do with users' data. But yes, FTC can also investigate like fake counterfeit um, issues. That's also in their purview. We haven't seen if they're doing that, but they don't have to tell or confirm anything. They can do these investigations and and, and likely they are. Uh, Last week was a crazy time on the platform with a lot of fake accounts. And we saw one created um, of a lot of lawmakers, including Ed Markey, who wrote directly to to, um, Musk saying, you need to get this under control. And users' data is at 
is is at stake could be um, violated. And also just like w- verification doesn't mean anything anymore. Like if you could just pay for a blue check mark, right. th- then what's the point? The point of a verification and, and the previous version of a blue check mark was that Twitter did some background research and 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 confirmed you are who you said you are. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was totally put on its head when Musk was trying to make it. He he said he was trying to separate the peasants from the lords mentality of of Twitter and allow everyone to have a blue check mark. But then that defeated the whole point of having a verification status. So now he has paused that feature. It was called Twitter Blue. You can't necessarily get it right now. And now he's added another check mark. I don't know if you've noticed on um, media accounts, government agencies, certain officials. It's called official and it's a gray check mark. Mm-hmm. And there's a label that says official. <laughs> That's the latest. <laughs> That's that the was latest. A- that was after Musk said he didn't want that. Uh, I just want to note also that Senator Ed Markey. Uh, is on today's episode of Playbook Deep Dive. Uh, so go ahead and listen to that if you're curious about what he has to say about um, everything to do with Twitter. Uh, so after the FTC letter uh, came Musk's letter to employees for his vision of Twitter 2.0. Uh, some phrases he used in there, extremely hardcore, long hours. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and assume that did not go over well with employees. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't look like it. <laughs> um We'll see if Twitter lasts this weekend. I mean, yeah, I mean, seriously, a lot of people in Slacks, apparently, according to reporting, have done these like emojis, like a sign off and meaning they are they are not saying yes to hardcore, quote unquote, hardcore Twitter and they are leaving. And and the question is, is it worth it anymore? I mean, Musk is actively um, blowing up the existing infrastructure of of the platform what will remain we will see um it's all already um pushed away tons of major advertisers i don't know if you're noticing your feed look different i get tons hmm. of like sports betting hmm. <laughs> um ads these days like nothing not a lot of traditional media uh, or right. like advertisers that are there and and that's significant because 90% of Twitter's revenue previously did come from advertisers. So he is, right. and now he's paused his subscription feature, Twitter Blue. Um, so it, he could be running it into the ground. I mean, he also said on an all hands meeting last week, he um, may have to file for bankruptcy. Right. And maybe he's saving a few couple bucks here. Uh, this is actually happening right now that Twitter's offices might be shut down in the yep. near future, yep. uh, perhaps no, temporarily. Like What's happening there? He's doing that. I mean, I'm just reading it as you are. Um, yeah. Like, it, they aren't opening again till Monday. I mean, okay. that is a security feature. I think he's worried people are just going to take over the platform or mm. or just go rogue um, if in their final hours they try to do things before quitting, right? I, I mean, I have no idea. He's really trying to see, um, like assess who's loyal to him are you a trust are you a musk fan or not is is really what i feel like the test was and and i mean i mean another theory is he could just bring in loyal engineers from his other companies and attempt to recreate you know whatever's left of twitter he thinks it's a software company a lot of the ethos of the company was it was way more than that 
And right. um, it, it had a very strong mission of, you know, doing good for humanity and and looking out for a lot of individuals and nonprofits and people who didn't have equal weight in traditional media could be, um, could carry a lot of weight on the platform, you know, would have a voice um, that could get amplified. So, that was, I mean, I've talked to a lot of formers and, and they were really driven by the mission of Twitter. And if that's no longer the mission, I can imagine a lot of people are looking to exit. Rebecca Kern, she's Politico's tech reporter, uh, the hardest working reporter here at Politico right now. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House at 1.30 p.m. Eastern. President Joe Biden will deliver remarks and meet with business and labor leaders, with Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen also in attendance. Vice President Kamala Harris will participate in the Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation Leaders Retreat in Bangkok, Thailand. All right, for more news on what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Playbook's editor is Mike DeBonis. Zach Stanton is Playbook's deputy editor. The executive producer and head of audio here at Politico is Jenny Ahmed. I'm Rogu Munavalan. Have a good weekend. We'll see you first thing Monday morning.